1: Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk.
0: In this week's episode, we will be discussing, why did he die for me? Extend yourself some grace. God did. Uh Uh We are back live in the PNT Podcast studio with another great lesson for another great week. And yep, you guys guessed it. You're on top of it. We're going to talk about grace. What a way to kick off this holiday season after the giving of thanks day that we had last week. And I hope you gave God much love and much thanks for all that he has done for you thus far in your life, not just this year. But anyway, yep, we're going to talk about grace, uh, uh, something that I think is, is powerful to know and understand. And the world and biblical meaning are this, the spontaneous unmerited gift of the divine favor and the salvation of sinners. Ephesians 3, 7 through 9 says this. I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of his power. Although I am less than the least of all the Lord's people, this grace was given me to preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ and to make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery, which for ages past was kept hidden in God who created all things. Wow, is all I can say. Wow. My young loyal listeners, we are all servants of God. I don't want you to get that mixed up. Make no mistake about it. We were saved for a purpose in God's grand plan for humanity. I need you to get and understand that. A plan that reverses the damage done by Adam and Eve in the garden when they sin and all those that followed, including us. We are not exempt from playing our part that needed the reversal of mankind's destruction. We played a huge part in why God's son had to perform the ultimate sacrifice. We may be the only reason why, to be honest, because God stopped talking in the Old Testament and then he started talking again in the New Testament. So we may be the only reason why that Christ had to die for for, for all humanity. Christ's boundless riches comes in the form of everlasting life, something you can't put a price on. You can't. You can't put a price tag on it. You can't put a sale tag. You can't put a Black Friday deal on it. You can't do it. To put this in crystal clear perspective, let me bring in Romans 6.23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ, our Lord. I want you to peep this. I'm going to drop some biblical knowledge on you. And for those who already know, forgive me. But those who don't, I want to help you out and understand something about the Bible. Seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven is the number of completion in the Bible. I need you to dive into the Bible, read it, understand it, find it, research it. I want you to do that. What does this all mean? What am I trying to say? Look at the first seven words of Romans six twenty-three. Let me read them again. For the wages of sin is death because of our actions, because of our life choices, because of our unwillingness, because of our arrogantness, because of our love of sin in this world, God had every right to end that sentence right there with a period. A period in the English language or any written language marks the completion of a cycle of events or words. In this case, the period should mark the end of our lives based on our habitual cycle of sin. Do you understand that? God should place a period at the end of that based on how we have lived until we gave our life to Christ. We didn't He didn't have to allow His Son to die. He could have placed a period there after those seven words. We marked our life as complete by the way we were living. God's grace represents the replacing of the period with a perfectly placed comma that allows the sentence to continue. Essentially, our lives get to go on and not end. After those seven words, he replaced the end of our lives with the beginning of our new life in his son, Jesus Christ. How amazing is that? Ephesians 3, 14 through 18 says this. For this reason, I kneel before the father from whom every family in heaven or earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted in establishing love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. This is why I can so easily jump so many verses down to verse 14 because I had to get there. This verse represents what our posture should be based on God's grace. Based on the correction God allowed in our lives by removing the period and replacing it with a comma. I typically pray for you guys as I end my segment, but I don't have to. Verse 16 and 17 are prayer enough. And it reads, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ for you. You just have to receive it in Jesus name. God sent us sinners, the perfect gift of life. 2,056 years ago Better than any Black Friday deal All you have to do is accept it Meaning Christ And open it, allow him into your life And to be the head of your life Hey, let's see what they're rapping about Over here in the conversation corner
1: Hey, Minister Bennett
0: What y'all rapping about over here?
1: We were chatting about Ephesians 3 verse 8 Which reads, although I am Less than the least of all the Lord's people, this grace Was given to me to preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ. We had a new youth join the group tonight, and as he was introducing himself, he was explaining to the group what brought him to the area, and he began to give a list of all the things he had done wrong and how he had messed up so bad and had gotten himself kicked out of school. Well, you could tell that he really felt bad about his decisions and the consequences that came from those decisions, but you could also feel that he really wanted to change. So after some of the youth encouraged him, I took them to our scripture. I explained to the new kid on the block, what you did is in your past. And today you have the opportunity for a new beginning. You came because you felt conviction and you're here. God honors that. You can be defined by your mistakes or you can give yourself some grace. He, of course, as well as the others in the group look like, okay, what does that mean? So I said, I explained to them that just as we read in the scripture, God gives grace to those who feel that they are not worthy enough to receive it. Paul stated that he was less than the least of all the Lord's people. He didn't even think he was qualified to preach, but God gave him grace. We are no different from Paul. He made mistakes, we make mistakes. We have that same grace, which is a gift from God, and we have to accept that gift and live in it. You do not have to be defined by what people perceive you as. You do not have to be defined by your past. You do not have to walk with your head held down because you feel like you have disappointed people. Give yourself some grace by believing that you are worthy and have been forgiven and let God use you with your new mindset what we need to understand as youth and also as adults, we need to change our stinking thinking and press forward. Be blessed, our young loyal listeners, and remember to always extend yourself some grace because you are worthy. And if you didn't know, now you know.
0: In summary, the importance of knowing God's grace can't be earned and is God's love in action. I will close with this and a quote. There's nothing more amazing than receiving the perfect and best gift of a lifetime with no strings attached from a God who loves each and every one of us unconditionally. Let's stand together or individually loving God with all we got, thanking him for the gift of life provided through his son, Jesus Christ. The will of God will never take you where the grace of God will not protect you. It's Christian Education Ministry in association with Real Time with the Bennett. A real talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.